Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, people, you know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band meets another episode of Unfiltered coming at you. We'll call this one episode 91 officially. You can jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, get in Twitter and jump into my bio and get the YouTube channel. Jump in and get all the episodes, all the interviews and conversations on demand anytime along the way. Also, of course, for those of you who are listening belatedly, uh, after uh, this first game in this Mets Brave series, as we uh, talk about this here on Unfiltered in this episode over on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. Before we get going, let me remind you, football's back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, game trends. As your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest, easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events. MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. All you got to do, head over to betonline.ag, join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. 100% welcome bonus. All you got to do is make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. From where it starts to where this game has just ended is the Braves able to pick up the Mets in game one of this series, five to two. Good at bat by... Tyler Naquin at the end, fighting with Kenley Jansen, who overpowered Francisco Alvarez in his debut, went 0 for 4, lost his bat twice, and ended up finding himself a seat after a strikeout in the ninth inning. The Braves got home runs against Jacob DeGrom, not once, not twice, but three times, and DeGrom only threw 86 pitches and went six innings before he got 86, which we'll get into. Tyler McGill, I think that experiment in the bullpen is over. We'll talk about that. We'll discuss uh, Max Fried, who before uh, he got ill during this game, unfortunately, uh, for the Braves fans, obviously didn't hurt them, but he was brilliant after a rough start, ended up uh, getting 10 straight after really giving up a run that was more about the defense of Eddie Rosario than anything else, gifting the Mets a run early in the game. Now setting up Max Scherzer, Kyle Wright, the 20-game winner this year, mano a mano with the division now even and tied both teams sitting with 98 victories in the National League East. You could jump in live if you're watching or listening that way over on Twitter. You can jump into the chat and chat along the way anytime you want. Or if you're not on the live stream and you're just going and following through Twitter, you can go ahead and uh, hit any replies or comments, and I'll get to you along the way. Um, I want to start here. I love Jacob deGrom and love watching him pitch. All right? This guy's a dude. This guy has had an ERA now after that start in Oakland, going into tonight at least, they showed the stat on SNY, that went over to after being under it since 2018. I understand he spent 12, 13 months off, but still we're talking about a period from 2018 to 2022, mind you. This is a guy who we have seen be unhittable. We have seen at a level of dominance, really unlike what anybody has found, at least over the last decade or so, even with the greatness of Scherzer in his own rotation, guys like Verlander, wherever you stand on Garrett Cole, among many other pitchers, Walker Bueller, I'm not going to remember every pitcher, Otani, right? Guys who have dominated in different levels, certainly Corbin Burns last year, Al Contra, you can go wherever you want. Jacob deGrom been better than those in terms of numbers when he'd been healthy since 2018. Love the dude. He's been great. But it's not enough. 86 pitches, not enough. 
six innings every start and at a start like this, it's not enough. It's not enough if you want to be if you want to be among the greatest and you want to get paid $50 million a year and you want to be that dude, and we all know from the compete level, right? And I don't want to go too far. We know that Jacob DeGrom wants to be that guy. We've all seen that from him over the years. You want to be that guy? You can't be gone after 80, 86 pitches. You just can't. You can't. You can't be six and dive. Now, we're sitting here, and I came on immediately after the game, so I don't know what Buck's going to say in terms of you know, what they thought or what discussion they had or what role DeGrom played in it. But do you think you're taking that ball out of Max's hands after 86 pitches? You know, the hell you're not. And that's the problem because you and I both know that's not happening. It's just not. It's not. Good luck with that. There's a certain compete level that you you just got to have when you're going to be the best of the best and you want to be the Greg Maddox or the Pedro Martinez, you want to be in that one percentile. You want to be the top dog. You want to be that Hall of Fame level pitcher. Well, you got to have that dog in you that you can't be done after 86 pitches. You can't. You know, the home runs are one thing. Look, middle-middle on a slider and then on a fastball. And if you want to get on the guy, look, it's one thing you could say, all right, he didn't have, you know, his best stuff. He didn't have his best stuff early. He obviously settled down. One point struck out five out of six. He got 11 Ks overall. I'm not going to sit here and, and yeah, I, you'd love to see him pitch better. You want to get him for not pitching better? You want to say that? Okay, fine. But we're talking about a 2-1 game. We're talking about the Mets offense that didn't score. And we're talking about back-to-back -back hitters where he made bad pitches. And after that, he settled down and adjusted, took the inside part of the plate, was able to get the slider to work on the outside portion for against the righties. He got outs. He got strikeouts. And he was pitch efficient. Actually, DeGrom's issue, really this year more than anything else, even in starts where the pitch counts weren't a thing, is that he hasn't been pitch efficient to be able to go deeper into games. And tonight he was. You know, you give up the three home runs, you're only sitting there 86 pitches and six innings. You cannot be out of that game. You just can't. Yeah, we'll hear what Buck's going to say. I mean, you know, barring, now look, all of this is out the window. If we hear after the game, Buck said, hey, you know, we noticed something in his mechanics or DeGrom wasn't feeling well or he's hurt or whatever. But this whole idea that the Mets are walking into the postseason with DeGrom and Scherzer, and that's how they're going to win, well, what version of DeGrom are we discussing, and how many innings are we in? This, is not, this isn't the Yankee bullpen of the 90s. You're not bringing in, you know, Mendoza to Graham Lloyd to Weathers to you know, Jeff Nelson to Mike Stanton to, to Mariano to John Wetland. I can't believe off the cuff I just remembered all those guys. But that, you, you're not, that's not what you have. You got Tyler McGill, who, by the way, has no confidence. He's throwing less hard and at a, le a, a lower velocity than he did when he was a starter. He's got zero confidence. I, I like McGill a lot. I like his future. I love what he did at the beginning of the year. But let me tell you something. You with the, you people with the, the obsession over the big drip, you should drip yourself into 2023 because outside of garbage time, you shouldn't see McGill the rest of the year. Sorry. That's just reality. And when Givens comes off the IL and is in there, and you got Trevor Williams in, in – that long man role that he's been so good at in different ways, and Carrasco or Walker is going to the pen, what the hell's McGill doing? I got an answer for you. Not on the postseason roster. Tyler McGill's not going to be on the postseason roster. It's not. Shouldn't be. That, that, that ship has sailed. I don't know what the hell he's doing in the game anyway instead of Adovino, other than the fact that I love Buck, 
that, you know, the idea of, I don't want to say they punted the game, but down three to one, he's thinking, okay, well, game two is going to be Scherzer, right? Into Adovino, into Diaz. And that's that seems great, but you've got to hold that at two, especially when you know that Kenley, and we saw it play out, is certainly no guarantee. They don't got Edwin Diaz at the back end. You do. I don't know what in the world, you know, McGill was doing in the game in the first place, to be honest with you. And I, look, I, I love Buck. I'm not sitting there trying to question every move he makes, but it was it was odd. Now, that's not why they lost the game, but it certainly didn't help. Go look at the ninth inning. Would have been better if it was 3-2 to two than 5-2, to two, don't you think? But whatever the reason is, and I love Jacob deGrom, you can't be that dude. You can't get $50 million a year. You can't be the star. You can't pitch game one over Max Scherzer if you can't, go past the sixth inning and 86 pitches in the biggest game in the regular season in this franchise in I don't even know how long. just can't happen. There's no way in the world Justin Verlander's coming out of that game. There's no way in the world that Max Scherzer is coming out of that game. There's no way in the world Walker Bueller is coming out of that game. There's just not. Adam Wainwright's not coming out of that game. It's not going to happen. Name aces past and present. Just It's just not happening. What's Max Scherzer thinking when he sees Jake get out there at 86 pitches? I got an answer for you. Max is a nice guy. He's thinking, that dude ain't me. Sorry. Guaranteed. He's thinking, that dude ain't me. There is no way you could pull me out of this game. That's what he's thinking. You blame him? I, I, I can't blame him. There is no way you can get taken out of that spot. You just can't. It's, it's brutal, just absolutely brutal. Giving up the home runs is one thing. People want to get into that. Again, down two to one after the two homers. And you know, Dansby Swanson, I said this before this series. I mean, that's the big hit guy. Look, I live here down in Atlanta. I watch this team all the time. That's That dude who's hit the Grom already hard this year gets another big homer. I mean, just he hit it like 440 feet, by the way. Destroyed it. But if you're sitting there and you're looking at this team and this game, it's three to one. DeGrom can't be gone. He better than McGill. If Jacob DeGrom is, is the dude, he better than Adam Adovino too and everybody else other than Edwin Diaz that you have. He can't be out of this game. You got to be kidding me. That's terrible. Terrible. There is no way that any ace worth anything is, is it, at the highest level is out of that game. I'm sorry. Sorry. No way. Max Fried was terrific tonight. Again, he, look, didn't have a good start, but settled in after the Rosario run that he gave up and was able to retire 10 in a row. Colin McHugh, the former Met, comes in, did a nice job. The Bra Iglesias, who's been absolutely brilliant for this team, has been terrific. Gave him a good seventh inning. The Braves did what they need to do, and the Braves, look, the Mets' offense didn't come through, but this idea that, like, the Mets need to wake up you know, look, sometimes big, good pitching is going to beat good hitting. And in the postseason in October, if you're not aware of that, that's the way the whole story goes. Great pitching always going to knock off great hitters. And the Braves pitched well tonight. Jansen, look, uh, did what Kenley did. I mean, you know, he's going to give you, you know, he's going to give you some nightmares even if you're rooting for him on your own team. Just go ask a Dodger fan. I love Kenley, but that's the way it is. But he got the outs he needed, and that's it. Braves get the win. Now you got a Max Scherzer and Kyle Wright matchup in game two with these two teams tied atop the division. And I know wins aren't, the, you know, everything. I get it. But Kyle Wright has deserved and earned being a 20-game winner. He's been terrific. Mets have hit him a bit in the past. 
Max Scherzer, these Braves hitters have seen him a ton. He's been in this division outside of his snippet with the Dodgers for, you know, how long, right? So nobody's surprising or sneaking up on anybody tomorrow. But if, if you're a Met fan, that's Scherzer and Adovino and Diaz and nobody else. And I got to be honest with you, it probably Scherzer and Diaz and nobody else. Edwin got to go six outs if you get a lead, and Scherzer's got to get you there. I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, Francisco Alvarez's debut obviously did not look very good, clearly. The question will be, you know, against a right-hander, when you're sitting there, are you most likely looking at Vogel back in the lineup? I don't think you're going to have Alvarez get a start tomorrow. I mean, it, it, it see him go 0 for 4 and then sit down. But I, you can't play around with, and he's a terrific prospect, and he's going to be great. Look, I hope he has a, a great storied ending to this season into October, but you got to win this game tomorrow if you're the Mets. Again, the big thing about this series, where I don't think a lot of people understood this going in, but the, the Mets could lose two out of three. They walk out with the tiebreaker. With the new rules and no game 163, that's really all that they need to walk out of this series and feel like that they're set up to control things moving into that final three games in which they'll get the Nationals and the Braves will set up against the Marlins. And again, Sandy Alcon, uh, he's the Cy Young, is set up to pitch that final game of the season against the Braves as as far as we stand now. But they got to get they got to get one of the three. You, you take the one you can get. They get a lead tomorrow with Scherzer, Diaz going six outs. End of story. It, it doesn't matter what the hell happens in the third game of the series, even though you're trying to win it, because you got to take the one that's in front of you. They can't they can't lose that game. So now you're in you're in that must win territory for this division. Everything's going to feel like it's on the line. The mama drama that you had tonight's going to be amped up to another level. But I hate saying this. I'm curious how you feel. I, I have no doubt Mac, Max Scherzer can give up a three-run home run in the first inning, and I'll still know he'll be in the seventh. Because that's what he does. Every Braves fan, this isn't a Met thing. We knew this when he played for the Nationals. Both these teams' fan bases hated the guy. Because that's what he does. But I, I'm sorry. You just can't be gone after 86 pitches. That's, that's the story. Of the game. You can get to the hitting all you want, but if you want to win it, you got to win this game. You're trying to win a division. But if you're a Met fan, you're thinking in the real world terms of like what's important. You're trying to win a World Series. You can't win a World Series, okay? Unless the best thing on your team is that you have Max and DeGrom. That is your thing. By the way, obviously Scherzer had that with Strasburg, the way Strauss had pitched, go back to 2019. That's how they knocked off the heavily favored Dodgers in five games in that series in 2019. Game five on the road in L.A. If you don't have that level of DeGrom, you ain't doing it. That's it. And I've already said that they're in trouble if Marte's not healthy. But if, if this is the version of DeGrom where you kind of don't know what you get and then you're sitting there and you got 80, 86 pitches, you want the guy who's got to be dragged off the field. I'm sorry. That's just reality. And I'm not one. Of, look, I'm pretty rational in terms of I'm not going to sit there and, and jump overboard and go crazy. And I'm not about the game because seriously, let's be fair, they're tied. We know it's going to come down to what happens in this series, but there's still two games left in the series. And then there's three games after that, which, by the way, even if the Mets win the next two, how have they played against bad teams? So you're still probably looking at them dealing with you know that last two games of the season and both teams with a chance to win this division. But if you're a Met fan and you're thinking about where you're at from this game, yeah, the loss hurts, but you're tied and you've got a tiebreaker. What's worse than that is what DeGrom do I have? That's the story of your game. And Tyler McGill needs to, I mean, that's it. Goodbye. That's it for now. Like you, but not, not anymore for this season. Can't do it.
I give the Braves a lot of credit. A lot. Because their hitters, yeah, they hit a lot of home runs and they strike out a bunch, but they 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 destroy really good pitching. They have hit high-end pitchers all year. I've seen it a million times, not just against this team, and watching them a lot down here in Atlanta. Their hitters hit the best pitching. It's why they won the World Series last year. It's why even with some of the players in the lineup, and remember Riley in the way-back machine when they had that series lead 3-1 to one over the Dodgers they blew, I think in that series it was like 1-for-28 before he had a home run in an eighth inning to break a tie. Some of these guys were younger, but they've been doing it in the postseason for three, four years. They've been winning divisions this way, and now they've all gotten even better. Riley become a much better offensive player, clearly, as a total player. Dansby Swanson going to earn a ton of money in the offseason. I know they didn't have Harris, but by the way, that's a nice ad. I know we didn't see Grossman tonight, but he's been terrific for them. And that ninth spot in the order, I've said this before. I don't know what the exact numbers are in terms of the amount that they've driven in, but they got more ribbies in the nine spot than I think it's like 11 NL teams do in their cleanup. I mean, it's ridiculous. No matter who they put there, when Harris was there at the beginning, when Grossman's been there, and tonight, Arcia. So you got to give them credit. They got a deeper, more balanced lineup than the Mets have. That That is why the Mets thing that they have that every Braves fan or any other fan knows is the boogaboo. It's the scary. It's the red rum from the shining. It's the two girls down the hall. Those are those two guys at the front of your rotation. But if they're not those two guys, that's a different story. That's the story of this game tonight. Congrats to the Braves. They get a win in game one of the series. Back tomorrow, Scherzer and Kyle Wright. We'll see you for episode 92 soon. Hop on the Unfiltered Revolution at Believe. You got to believe B-L-E-A-V. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.